Hey everyone, this is Daisies.Live. I'm Scott. I'm Viral. And I'm Shreya. And we're here to review Bollywood TV and movies. And uh, we have a new segment. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, Moral, why don't you tell us what we're going to review today? We are going to review Crime Stories, India Detectives, which dropped on Netflix. And I know both you and Shreya watched it. I did not. So. I did. You guys are up for that, and I'm gonna. We're gonna also review Kota Factory season two, which also dropped on Netflix. Netflix acquired this franchise from TVF, and I enjoyed watching it. Mm. And then we're adding a new segment to our show. Tell um, us all about it. Yeah, it's called Green Room with Faridun Sharyar. Faridun, of course, is a very uh, big celebrated. Bollywood uh, content producer, uh, and uh, he's uh, spending time with us talking about what happened behind the scenes in the green rooms of all the sets he's visited through his career uh, with big movies, with the big stars, and that's going to be a very interesting segment too. Wow, that sounds exciting. You know, there were times on the intro when I would say we'd have Bollywood uh, TV and movies and maybe some gossip, and we usually did not have any gossip. And so now, now we will have gossip, some, gossip, some anecdotes, some amusing anecdotes. All right, but, but um, you know, another thing, Scott, I might, um, I, I want to add here is there's another segment we want to do a surprise segment we want to do with you, and we did it while you were away last couple of weeks, and we want to reintroduce that here again the slang segment oh boy. shreya shreya owns this segment slang I do. Segment. she's a I pro do. at slangs so we're going to ask you ask you um <laughs> what, what these slangs mean and maybe if you answer right uh, then... dank memes is that what we're like stuff like that yes. is that what we're going to say yeah, right. yeah. Right. no cap okay. how gen z are you scott we're going to find out today not very okay let's hear it let's hear it oh okay i'm ready for this one today what does high key mean High key? Yes. Uh, I could guess, High but key? I have. She really did that. Oh, like um, just between you and me. It's kind of. No, it's kind high of key funny. is like. It's very obvious. Very if I obvious. This low key, it means. Oh, of course, as opposed to low key. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Got come it. On, Scott. Come All right. Okay. I, I, look, I, come on. You just, you, just, you just sprung this on me. So I'm. You know, sprang. you know. You know what? Something's called this generation doesn't want to work very hard at complicated words. So they picked up the simplest ways of saying <laughs> things. <laughs> the most obvious. Are we now Gen Z bashing? Is that what's going on? Is that obvious, okay? Obvious ways of saying something. So they've shortened everything. Like, for example, what is sus? Sus? Oh, that's suspect. That exactly. I knew. That I they knew. Don't wanna, they don't want to. They want to pronounce the whole thing. It's too much effort, so they cut short. Oh my goodness! Um, all right, all right. right Scott, those lazy Gen Zs. All right, let's, all right, let's hear it. Have you gotten that bread today? <laughs> that bread is that money? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Dough. That's an old, but that's an old tea like bread dough. That's that's but the way back in the day. All right. Hey. Keep, I'm okay. one for I'm one for uh, one for two. Let's go. All right. So, no so cap. if uh, no cap. <laughs> No Wrong. cap. He We've done this before, no Shreya. You're being lazy. I'm not. I am not BSing you. There is no cappuccino in my. I mean, the, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I don't. No, no cap, cap means like no. No, no BS. Lie. No, no lie. lie. No All lie. truth. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll go one. I'll go one. I'll go one. Are you the Gen vibes, Z? Oh, the vibes are immaculate. 
What does that mean? <laughs> vibes are immaculate. Um, it's pure. It's really cool. It's, it's good. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. See, okay. He got that. I like that. Gen, Gen See, Z is so lazy. Okay, I got another one. Um, mood. Um, if someone responds to mood to something, what does it mean? Um, this is 100% just a flying guess, just a leap into the, uh, it's kind of like word. It's like same here. It's me. It means. Yeah, that where, word where, is kind of like that, right? Word well, is like. We're, 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 we're. On the same page. Same zone. Yeah. Same zone. Yeah. Same page. All right. I have a hard one for you, Scott. Oh God. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Wig snatched. Like, oh my gosh, my wig is snatched. Yeah, no, no. That's like, a, um, you completely took me by surprise. It's just shocking. I was not e in even, no? No, it's for when something is so impressive. You're like, wow, she's dressed so well. My wig is snatched. Like you're saying, she's she looks so good that she just completely snatched my wig off my head. All right, you know what? I I was kind of in the ballpark there. Like the because I got the whole idea of the wig being snatched. He did. I, I, it's like, whoa, it's kind of like a, for us, the equivalent would be, and this was a sound. And I think you might, it might be retro now. And it's kind of cool again. The sound of a record needle scratching across a, like the music stops and everyone's like, like this. And you could apply that to uh, someone who looks really good. They walk into the room and everything just is like, and the music just stops and everyone looks over. Like, so I was kind of in the ballpark. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I nailed that, but uh, you know. It's okay, Scott. I'm, I'm we feeling... still stand you. <laughs> You're still, still my fans. You. you still love me. Yeah, no, I get wow. Like this. Yeah, no. This soccer players have been doing this after they score goals. They do it up. <laughs> they do it up to their girlfriends or their wives. They do that. They've been doing that for like 15 years. So I, I knew <laughs> oh, what this was. It's easy. Okay, last one. Last one. Last one. What okay. do you mean, go off? Oh, go off is like you're you're talking. Just talk your trash. I may or may not listen. Talk your trash. I don't really care. It's, no. In, in Gen Z, it's oh. an, an encouragement for you to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, pop off. It, it means like, oh. do your thing. Go off. Do yeah. your thing. Oh, it's, it's gone completely the opposite. Because it used to be like, just talk your trash. I don't really yeah, want to hear off. your crap. I don't really care, yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. kind of cool. I like that. Another one. Okay, this is, this is really the last one. Facts. Oh, that's, yeah, that's like uh, no lie detected, right? That's just, yeah, facts. Sure, that's true. True, exactly. So, yep. So, instead of like, saying, wow, Scott looks good today, and I'd be like, facts, facts. <laughs> facts. Scott is fine. Facts. That's Go off. Wow. No cap. <laughs> we're, we're doing nope. this, guys. Hashtag <laughs> Scott fan club. All right, sweet. Do we have a fan club for Scott yet? Hashtag Dilf. We're what? starting with oh, <laughs> hey Scott, you got you, got, you got you got a lot of um. Uh, did you see those videos? Uh, wait, th there's so many right at this point. I what? Which ones? Please with you in them, for example. I has fangirls. I, I I know. Supposedly, I do. I I don't like a few. Yeah, but did, did you see that video on Twitter and Instagram with you in it? Shreya, you had a few my point, in it. Yeah, I've seen My mine. point is that you've like cut so many that I, I'm not like, which ones in particular? Because there's been a few. The, the been a few? I thought there was only one. 
There's only been one on Twitter. Then maybe it was Instagram too. Maybe I'm thinking about YouTube. I don't, I'm gonna, this is gonna sound ridiculous. <laughs> He's also I don't watch himself on social media. Exactly, I don't really keep, I don't really keep track of the videos of myself. That, that would be, that's like Larry Sanders. Well, he would rush star, home and watch, watch his power. tonight show. Yeah. He's got star power, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll never forget this. I was in a play in high school and we had, you know, after a play, after a production, everyone, there's always the big party. And I remember it was much more important for me to do other things than to sit in the TV room uh, where the house in this house where we're having the party and watch the play. And yet there were a couple of people who watched and they like recited every line. And I just thought, you know, um, that is not, that's not for me. And if you got to sit and watch yourself in that play that you've been in for three weeks, you know, there was something wrong there and it just felt kind of, it just didn't feel right. So ever since then, I've tried to avoid my, I have, I have watched some, but I, I try to, I, I don't make a point of like, so when you say, did you see your video, I, like, which video? I don't know. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be like humble bragging here. I just, I, I feel uncomfortable. It's really because I feel uncomfortable watching myself on video. It's just like, oh God, stop. Ugh, no. So that's where it's coming from. Not the, ooh. I'm cool. There's no, there's no, I'm cool. And there's no, I, I, I'm cool guys. Don't watch themselves. It's, it makes me cringe. That's, that's where it's coming from. So I don't, I don't want to cringe. I don't want to be one of those cringy people. Some feedback at this point, some, some verbal cues or something would be helpful right now. Just, just, <laughs> there we go. Jesus. No, but This but is why I hate I thought, Zoom. I thought that this was is why cool. That was cool because, uh, hey, Scott, you were what, um, gladiator or something in that, in that clip? I have, we I made, have it, no... we made it on reface, so hey. Oh, know. wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the Mirzapur thing? Oh, yeah, Mirzapur. Yeah, I'm sorry. It wasn't that. You got one in gladiator, you got another one in Mirzapur as Colleen Paya. Wait, 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 wait. There is me, there is a video of me as a gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Are you as Russell as a Russell Crowe <laughs> oh gladiator? <laughs> oh my god. All right. Do you know why I'm not going to watch that? It's for an entirely different reason. Because, I'm not going to watch that. You want to watch yourself in a skirt? No, I've 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 been to weddings where I wore a kilt. You did? Uh, I felt I felt extremely masculine. It's really strange. Yeah. Um strange not st yeah, it was Just drop comments on our Twitter if you want Scott to wear a skirt. He'll do it for you. Not skirt. It's a kilt. It's it's a kilt. Matter. We'll put you in a skirt. I went full kilt, and I'm telling fashion. you, man, it was just like, ooh. But the reason I will not watch myself in Gladiator <laughs> is that um, I, I have been scarred ever since my, um, it came out. My mother, who uh, is normally quite um, uh, tactful about, the, she was really hot for Russell Crowe, and I mean, really, really hot for Russell Crowe. Ask me how I know this because she let slip about 10 comments about this and that. And, and it was so, I was so uncomfortable. I was so scarred by it that I cannot watch. I cannot, I, I'm not watching myself as Russell Crowe. That's too weird. There's too much going on there. Not gonna do it. So I actually wish, now see now, I wish you hadn't even told me about this. I, God. Damn, it was bad enough seeing me as Colleen Baya. I 
love this episode. I do. I always I have to tell you, I, 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 I really love it. Another announcement to make. If anybody can figure out how the new Facebook works, please contact I told, us. I told you. Because I would do that. it's the most confusing oh, job on yeah. the whole bloody world. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to move on, and yes. we're going to go to because uh, I remember I I have yeah I got, we got about half an hour. Um, so Shreya and I, Shreya. We're starting with um, crime stories. Is crime that correct? Story. Now, yes. uh, you watched all four episodes. I did. All right. So yes. I'm going to give the premise, and I want to hear your. This is basically a, a reality TV show. Uh, reality is the wrong word. It's like a mm. reality TV documentary. It's kind of true crime. It's a it's a day in the life. Yes. And um, it it's four crimes that take place in Bangalore, and mm. it is. 100% no doubt from the perspective of law enforcement. This is this is following the cops. We we get some interviews with the victims and the victims family members, but this is about the police, how they solve crimes and um what they think about criminals because there's plenty of that and how they treat not just criminals but people in custody. And so um Tria, what do you think? So I think it follows the story of, if I'm not wrong, three murders and then one kidnapping of a baby. Yes. And I think that the episode's endings are always a little more um, realistic than we expect them to be because mm -hmm. I specifically remember from that one episode, there's one episode where basic, oh, I don't want to explain who kills the person. I, if I say anything, yeah, don't. even a little bit of a premise, like you'll yeah. understand what happened. So I won't say anything about it. But in one of the murders, I remember the detectives already have an immediate lead and they start following the suspects around and they get to the end of it. And they go through so many hoops to be like, why did they do? Why did they do what? Like who forced them to do it? And then when the answer comes out, they're like, oh, that's wait, really which one are you, are you talking about the one at the bus station? Which one are you? The, the sister. Oh the, yeah, the mom. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that one. That I okay. All right. What did you think of that particular episode? Because that one in I, I think that one was the classic case of the difference between fiction and nonfiction, or the difference were, between scripted show and like a because that was a weird ending. That was just like a that was. No? What'd you think? That was I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. That was like yeah. the weirdest thing, and I was yeah. like. I don't know what to say to it either because it's so unexpected. You should probably yeah. watch it, guys. Yeah, I yeah, should yeah. probably watch it. Like, even if we say anything, even if we try to describe, like, close to what the ending could be, we're going to give it away. So, like, yeah. you, everyone watch it. <laughs> and, yeah, we actually, we I definitely recommend that you watch this, um, all of the, all four episodes because I thought they were really interesting. I'm personally not a huge fan of, like, crime documentaries yeah. because I think they all do end up having the same sort of, story mm -hmm. where you find a suspect somebody has one kind of lead and that one kind of lead usually ends up being correct some weird way and then by the time you get to the end of the story you've put together enough clues to know what the ending is like this one time it's so out of pocket mm. it what did you think of what did you think about it scott i i have to say first of all when it was all said and done i liked it i enjoyed it mm -hmm. um here's the things that i liked First and foremost, what I can't stand is on a like a news or a reality TV or a, a documentary where they use the same clip eight times. Mm 
over the course of an hour. They show the same, like, okay, you've got the victim walking down the street while, while they were alive before they got, okay, can we see something different? They did not do that at all. Every shot, I think every shot was unique. And that made a real difference as opposed to the same thing over and over. And if people think I'm, if, if, if you haven't paid attention to that and noticed that in other shows, you're welcome because I have just introduced that to you and now you'll see it everywhere. They play the same thing over and over and over again. It's awful. Didn't do it here. I thought that was great. They also didn't overdo it with the technological overlays like the, like they had the Google maps and they would put a marker here where the, where the, um, where the victim was found and then they had a you know a marker here at the police station and they were trying to find or or a marker where the where the suspect lived or things like that but they didn't overdo that they didn't overdo with the blinky crap they didn't overdo it with so that was also very refreshing because a lot of times they have you know the chiron going and the stuff blinking over here and it's just it gives you a seizure um so those were two technical things which i really appreciated one thing um, I liked as well along those it. lines is uh -huh. that they weren't, um, I don't want to say they definitely were not subtle about hiding those body shots. Those no, were they weren't. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Agreed. Like there's like bodies being carried. There's like the fingers on the dead man. Okay. They may hide the faces kind of subtly, but those bodies were just everywhere. Yeah. Or, and then in fact, if they, now that I think of it, they did, those were the few times I just talked about repetition. Those were the few times that there was a little bit of repetition. They would show the, the same shot maybe twice from a slightly mm -hmm. different angle or reuse the thing because that was all they had of the dead body. And like you okay. said, they wanted to show the dead body. Um, it's a crime show. It's about murders. So, um, but they didn't overdo it is my point. And you're right. If you're squeamish, there was that one, the one episode with the- The, the sign that says like dead man do tell tales thing. Yes, that was great. No, I mean the sex worker that was found in her home. That mm. was very bloody. They even showed the person cleaning up the blood. Yeah, it was. It was, and there was, was like good, little. It, was good. There were little bits of viscera and stuff and brain matter. It was uh, maybe not brain, but there okay, was for yeah. Someone, for someone who hasn't watched it, uh huh. What do you recommend? Because it okay. See, and that was I was going to get to the part now that is that I was a little, I was either neutral on or didn't, or disliked mm -hmm. or found interesting because the, the technological stuff didn't get in the way and that's great. But, um, and it was really interesting watching, you know, this is procedural, right? So watching the police and the detectives go through, they relied heavily on street informants. They relied heavily on uh, non-uniformed officers and the networks they had. Okay, that was cool. Um, but what was absolutely fascinating about this show is they did not even try to hide that, they had nothing but contempt for a lot of the people they were investigating. They called them names. They made judgments about their clothing, about their lifestyle. They told them things like, if you're not honest with us, I'm going to beat you. One guy said at one point, if you're not honest with me, I'm going to slit your throat. And I thought, well, okay. <laughs> they showed, they showed uh, while a guy was in custody, they showed a guy, just a cop just beating him in the face. They showed another... Yeah. That's yes. how bad the police brutality in India is. The, and, but they, my point is, okay, I'm not saying I'm, uh, that's shocking on one hand. And on the other hand, look, a murder, there's, there's a part of me that's like, eh, a murderer, I don't really feel that bad for him. But the point is, 
innocent until proven guilty. Why are you doing that to someone in custody? So overall, I was a little disturbed. I felt a little uncomfortable by it. But like this one, this one guy said, hold out your hand. This one police officer said, hold out your hands. And he just beat him with this. I don't even know, like a leather, like a leather, like a really heavy leather strap. And the guy's like, please stop beating me in the hands. And he started, he just started singing. He just started telling the truth about all these things. Um, that was surprising. That was very surprising. But then at the very end, very often, the the ending was not particularly, like the kidnapping didn't really have a resolution. Yeah, it didn't really have a resolution. We think we know what happened. If it if what we think we know happened really did happen, uh, the guy was a real sleaze bucket. But no one was convicted. There was no ending to it. It was like real life versus you know sometimes cases go cold. So mm -hmm. it was it was for someone who was not well versed in the police, like who knows nothing about Indian police or specifically Bangalore. I thought it was fascinating. I don't know if I could have watched more than four or five episodes. It was a perfect amount. Um, Shreya, would you like four? Was that about enough for you? It was about it was enough I agree for me. With that. I was going to say I think it's very artfully and tastefully done for the fact that it was like four episodes. But at some point, because it is real life and it's not, or I mean, that's true. I don't yeah, want to say you know, real you, life. I feel you like it's like I'm a saying. recreation of like. Real yeah, life. but it's not. It's not dramatic. There's no big right. dramatic moments or very few. Right. I wouldn't be like, wow, I need to know in the next episode what happens <laughs> to this character. Like, there's none of that. You've watched yeah. a couple and you're like, okay, I get the gist. I get the idea. Yeah. I probably yeah. don't need to see like 27. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but it was, it, you know, it, 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 understanding the mind of the police officers, understanding the, 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 the thoughts and feelings of the victims and some of the witnesses. I mean, that was, that was really interesting. It was different from some of the the few crime shows that I've seen here in the States. Um, so I enjoyed it. I, I would recommend I it. I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was just enough, right? It was just enough. Yeah. It was a glimpse into something different. It was a little shocking, to be honest. The, the judgments and the beatings, you know. I'm not saying they don't happen here. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying it was surprising to see it. Right. Um, but it was interesting. And little disappointing and like there's a bunch of emotions going on there but um yeah it, check it out it four episodes the first three were about an hour and the one that was a kidnapping which i found the most in some ways the most horrifying that was only 37 minutes long but before we go i do since this is a review show and we're reviewing uh there there are reviews online of the very police um uh headquarters that was in the show. And I have here a five-star review of this police headquarters. Would you like to hear it? It's sure. brief. Interesting. <laughs> I was arrested for speeding on my cycle and not wearing a helmet. The cells are good, spacious, and modern looking. <laughs> police officers are friendly and join you for a game of cards. <laughs> there is also a TV and you can watch cricket along with the police officers. <laughs> Chapati and rice three times a day gets boring, but still manageable would definitely recommend a visit. <laughs> so there. <laughs> Who is this superstar? That's not true. There's no way. What, what is no wrong way. with people these days? Go on Google right now. Are I know they, it's like, it's like hotels.com. It's right like a Yelp service. Exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> Go to, it's right there. It's the number one. It's the, and by the way, five people found this review helpful. So wow. there we go. I got my phone right now. I'm going to check it out. 
It's the, uh, I don't know how to, I will, I will post it there, what? but it's this Sanjay, Sanjaya Nagara police station in Bangalore. Yep. There you go. Whoa, this is amazing. I've never, never, ever, ever in, in the United States have had anybody rate jail cells like this. This should, this, this should be a startup somewhere, right? Because our uh, prisons, are, yeah. prisons are private anyway. Well, there you go. It gets boring, but it's still manageable. And I would definitely recommend a visit. So it's kind of like it's a museum and it's a hotel, you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back to you, Maral. Uh, this is an idea for a startup, guys. Where are where are the entrepreneurs? Idea for a great startup. Start raiding prison cells. You know, they the did that in the 18th century. I don't know about in, in, in <laughs> India or in the subcontinent, but in Western Europe in the 18th century, aristocrats would go and visit. Actually, they did that in America, too, in the 19th. They would go visit prisons. That was but like a thing. Is, that was a whole thing. It was... It was aristocrats. These, this is user-generated content. No, fair so enough. It but has I'm saying to be prisoners. Yes, no, no, no. But I'm saying the idea of of like a uh, a a prison as a an attraction, as a thing that you go check out. Why not? I'm bored. Let's go check out the prison. That that there is precedent. There is all I'm saying. <laughs> I saw this review and I thought I, I had to. This I had to bring the review fabulous. on the review show. Whoever yep. did it comes up right here. Hi guys, this is Azan Samir Khan and you're watching me on Daisies.live. Daisies.live, this is Scott. And I'm here with Moral and Shreya. And we just got done giving um, a relatively positive review of crime stories on Netflix. Four episodes, three murders and a kidnapping. Uh, it also They also have some really good uh, uh, chapati and rice. It's a little boring after a while, but the cells are clean. It's worth a visit. <laughs> and now we turn to Moral. Uh, what what are we watching? What are we reviewing next? We are going to review Coda Factory, which was very right. very highly anticipated. By the way, one of the most anticipated series. Coda Factory season one was on TBF, which is a channel on YouTube. Uh, TBF stands for the Viral Factory. And they end up making a lot of good content, by the way. I hadn't seen, I hadn't checked them out before. But if you do have time, go to YouTube and check out the channel, The Viral Factory TVF. And their content is pretty good. It's, it's okay. very good, actually. All right. Um, Netflix acquired this series from TVF. And they created season two with the same storyline, continuing the same storyline. So this story is actually about all the IIT aspirants. Um, mm. If you don't know what IIT is, do I need to tell, tell somebody what an IIT is? It's a really good school. It's like the best school in India, correct? Yeah, yeah so it's the be best engineering school in engineering, India. Engineering, right. So every year there are millions of kids that go through the entire entrance procedure for um, IIT. And this is a story of those kids, basically. Um, so there are coaching classes that run all over India that support these kids and their prep for IIT. Normally, uh, the moment a kid that, that's aspiring to get into IIT um, enters standard 10, that's when the whole prep starts. Because in India, you have to study till um, 12th in school. And then after 12th standard, you kind of prepare for this exam, which is the JEE, which stands for junior entrance exam, I think. 
I, I think okay. it stands for JEE. It's called the JEE. Every year, um, this year, um, I, I know the numbers this year, I don't know how much it was last year, but this year, 2.2 million kids appeared for this My exam. God. And you know what the cutoff percentage was? Half a percent. Cutoff percentage. If you haven't, if you haven't received that kind of, um, if, if you haven't scored 90%, you don't get through to the next level. Okay. So 90% was a cutoff. Mm. That's impressive. See, That's verbal very, feedback. I'm, I'm like, I'm giving you, see, I'm giving you, although Zoom is adding some latency to, to kill the vibe, but yeah. So, oh, That's it amazing. Is? Yeah, it, Zoom always does. Zoom blows. I hate Zoom, but let, I'm sorry. That's quite impressive. So, uh, so in the first season, we saw these kids uh, competing with each other to get into the best uh, entrance school in a place called Kota in Rajasthan. And in Kota, Rajasthan, this is where everybody goes to study. In coaching classes, there are, this is a business. Education is a big business in, in India, especially with around 500, 500 million. I think that's what the number is, 500 million or, um, students uh, from, uh, you know, that, 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 that study in, on any given day. So the number of students are so high that education is a big industry in India. And this entire series is based on how the commercialization of education has happened in India and how these kids literally, um, they, they, they give up everything in their life to just get through to the IITs because uh, IIT as a goal for a normal Indian kid is the biggest goal that they can achieve. Getting into IIT as a dream for anybody who wants to be an engineer in India, but mm -hmm. the competition is so is so big, the competition is so crazy that they literally lose themselves preparing to get into these colleges. So this is a story of this kid. Um, in uh, it takes over from where it ended in season one. In season one, this kid has joined a coaching a coaching coaching school, but he wants to get into a better coaching school that has. Um, uh, more success rate and the coaching classes are called Maheshwari coaching classes and the entire episode the entire the entire season it can be uh, can be um, there's, there's, there's a war cry that these kids have it's it's called the unrewarded geniuses are not geniuses but cliches and this is the kind of attitude that is thrown at these kids who are literally competing with each other on one hand, on the other hand, they're the they're each other's best friends because the the way these people study, the way their uh, the entire education business runs, uh, they need each other's support. Yet they have to outgrow each other. They have to they have to um, they have to compete with each other. So what I really liked about the series are the actors. Um, there there are a lot of you know there are a lot of cliches in this entire thing. Um, but but a lot of plots and subplots are kind of inevitable. You know where they're going. Um, but then um, I, I also felt that there was lack of good... I mean, the writing is really good. The dialogues, the screenplay is really good. But there wasn't any surprise element. You know what's going to happen here. Um, in this season, especially, Webhav, who's the protagonist, and his gang are joined by another um, student called Susu. And Susu is a nervous wreck. And he's roommate to Pandey, who's now elevated himself to Maheshwari classes. And all of them are going to Maheshwari classes. 
The uh, biggest factor in season one was Jitinder Kumar, his character as a coach and mentor and teacher in this season. And, and he's somebody that they worship to death because he's so helpful to all the students. He's somebody who's gone through the entire rigmarole of going, getting into an IIT and then deciding that he doesn't want to take up a journey, but he teaches them and they, they really worship him. He's charming, magnetic. He's, he, he's just, um, he's just, great even in this season especially because he decides that he's going to start his own coaching classes so um so so it, whereas the story of him struggling to start his own coaching classes here are these kids who also while they're studying have these extracurricular activities like love interests and um how how they're kind of um how they kind of going 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 about overcoming the roadblocks thrown in the way like bad food and there's self-doubt and there's everybody has their own unique set of problems that come with adolescence and come with come with that age group um so i literally i, I really liked the season a lot and the entire je jacket has become a broader story uh, and it talks more about bureaucracy in education rather than just getting into the iits um but in doing so it loses a lot of its um it's epic universalism, if I want to call it. Um, Jitu Bhaya just has a bigger role to play, but um, his own arc really does overshadow the kids around him. Um, but but given the narrative um, of one man in Kota who's content and, and leaves a former coaching institute, leaves a, leaves a set, uh, set um, uh, career path and starts on his own as an entrepreneur, um, I thought they did justice to it by running two parallel stories here, but these are two parallel stories because the arcs are separate. Um, Samir Saxena is, is amazing as Maheshwari Sir. Um, the actors have done a pretty phenomenal job by, I mean, you really feel them. You really feel the narrative. You also feel the tension. You feel the competition. Um, what I missed out was the and parts the script sounded a little more disjointed. Um, of course, there are varying emphasis on students and teachers and Jitu Bhaya's own hurdles are intriguing while the students have their own little, you know, things going on. Um, I miss the humor that I found in season one. Uh, I miss the humor quite a lot here. Um, and it never, um, but, but, but the entire story put together is something that you really want to watch. So despite everything, this is something that you really want to watch. This is something that's taken off again. And I believe there's a season three that's already under wraps here. Oh, nice. Um, it did, um, at season one did extremely well. Season two is expected to do pretty well as well. Um, so I guess, uh, I'm looking forward to how these kids make their way into IIT um given season three um but the struggle is real and it captures the struggle of these students very very well all right great uh it sounds really interesting i'm looking forward to uh checking it out and uh when do you have an idea when season three is coming out no idea because season season two just dropped or what okay. two, two days ago three days ago so Got it. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting season three will take some time maybe a few months but I look forward to the treat. Yo, this is Tasher. You are now tuned in to Daisy's Dot Live. Let's go. Hey.
like mithai like mithai like kulfi rasmalai pista Live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Shreya and Moral. And we just got done loving, loving. Would that be an yes, accurate absolutely. loving season absolutely. two of Coda Factory? Totally. And now, and now, Moral, we are turning to a new segment. Is that correct? That is right. We have with us Faridun Shahriar, who is a celebrated Bollywood content producer. And he's going to talk to us about behind-the-scenes stories mm. of all the sets he's been to, all the pictures he's taken, all the interviews he's done. So we keep talking about gossip. Now, here comes the gossip in a new segment called The Green Room. Oh, I can't wait. All right, let's take a listen. We are here with a very celebrated name in in Bollywood, uh, Faridun Shariar, who not only produces content, but is also a very well-known interviewer, a content producer, and a known personality in Bollywood. Faridun, welcome to our show. Hi, hi, Mira, how are you? Very good, very good. You just released um, a book. Yeah, it's a, it's a poetry collection, yeah. It's called Dust of Tell Sadness. us more about your poetry collection. Um, it's, a, it's a collection of 53 poems. Um, it's divided in two parts. Uh, one part is... Um, Innocence in Search of Maturity, poems written between the age of 20, 17 to 21. And then uh, the second part is called Maturity in Search of uh, an Escape. Mm -hmm. That is uh, 37 to 42. Um, so Dia Mirza has written the foreword. Uh, quite a few other uh, celebrities, they've, they've expressed their opinions. They've written blurbs like mm -hmm. Imtiaz Ali, Mahapureshi, and, and Zisha Nayub. Um, and Yasir Usman, um, Swaram Haskar, so quite a few of them, they've, uh, they've written blurbs for it. Uh, Sonu Nigam has launched it. Um, so yeah, so far, so good. Uh, let's see how it goes. That's amazing. I believe it's available on Amazon. So people, you are interested yes. in uh, in uh, uh, Faridun's Shairi and <laughs> poetry writing. It is available on Amazon and it is called? Dust of Sadness. Dust of Sadness. Um, uh, the other thing that a lot of people don't know, Faridun, is you're a singer and a composer as well. You are multi-talented. <laughs> so, um, so of course, uh, you know, I've heard you sing and you're fabulous. I think you should take that up too. Um, but having said that, let's move on to uh, what we're going to talk about today. You showed me a picture and, you, uh, and I wanted to know the story behind the picture. You showed me a picture of you on sets of, um, uh, of uh, uh, I think it was um, um, the Shahrukh Khan Deepika yeah. Padukone movie. Chennai Express. Chennai Express. And uh, you had a story behind that picture and I was really interested in getting to know that story. So, um, basically, it is uh, the interview for, for Chennai Express. Um, the interesting part is that the interview happened. Uh, this picture was must have been clicked, I think, around 1.40 in the night, 1.40 a.m. So, the interview happened some, 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 somewhere around 1.15 a.m. in the night because uh, we've, done, we've done several interviews with, uh, involving Mr. Khan, that is, Mr. Shahrukh Khan, um, in the night, because he likes functioning in the night. He's, at he's night, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wide awake at night. and uh, he, he, he doesn't wake up before noon anyways. <laughs> so um, so uh, this was, um, uh, this interview happened in his studio, in his, uh, in his office, um, actually his office. 
Um, it happened after the launch of the promo. The, the promo launch was a grand affair. Um, it happened in the IMAX Vadala and it was like a, a grand launch uh, because uh, Shah Rukh's events, I think they, they always tend to be very grand and opulent, and great food and, uh, and, and the fireworks, uh, a lot of uh, media attention, big numbers of, of uh, media uh, personnel present over there, Their coverage is, is massive and then he comes and he charms people. Um, and after that, we moved to his office um, for the, for the interview. And um, so this ha interview happened around 1.15 in the night. Um, and uh, um, this particular picture, I think it, it became quite uh, quite famous because, especially because of the way uh, Deepika's poses. So uh, whoever has seen Chennai Express, they would know that um, Deepika is amazing in the film. She's, she's really, really um, entertaining and fascinating to watch. Um, so I think they're just giving her the center stage. Uh, so she's sitting in the middle and Shah Rukh is uh, on her side and uh, Rohit Shetty is behind them um, and Nikitam Dheer, he's, he's, uh, he's playing the, the negative lead in the film. So he's he's present over there as well. Um, so uh, the, the conversation was, uh, was very entertaining. Uh, we had a great time uh, conversing amongst each other. And uh, it's, it's always uh, fascinating to speak to, uh, to all of them, uh, both Deepika as well as uh, Shah Rukh. Even, even Rohit Shetty, is, he's generally a, he's a shy uh, person. Um, he's someone who uh, really enjoys his craft when it comes to um, directing. He takes it very, very seriously. He takes all his films very, very seriously. And I think that is the reason why all his films, they do so well at the box office. Um, and he's a, he's a star in his own right. Uh, he's not merely a director. So um, it was entertaining uh, to just just talk to them. And um, so the important part is that uh, what, what people don't realize is and, and what people are not expected to realize um, that if you are doing an interview um, in the middle of the night or maybe past the middle of the night, um, so you necessarily don't have to be you know, wide awake. Uh, so I'm someone who, 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 who likes to sleep a bit early. Um, I stand, I start getting drowsy after a point of time. But now the important part, point is that if you're looking drowsy in, in the interview, so people are not going to forgive you because people are not interested in that moment um, that whether you're doing it at, at 1.30 in the night. So I've, I've done an interview with the, for Happy New Year with Mr. Khan at around 2.30 in the night. Um, we've done an interview for Fan, the Fan film uh, at around 1 o'clock in the night. Um, we've done an interview for Dilwale around 11 o'clock in the night. So he, generally his interviews happen in the night. So uh, the idea is that before that interview, um, I had several cups of black coffee. <laughs> uh, several times I had gone to the, to the washroom to just um, uh, put, put, put water on my face. And on one occasion, when I went to the washroom, Shah Rukh Khan was there as well <laughs> in that washroom. Okay. So you're meeting Jaro Khan in, in the washroom. So um, yeah, so that happened because he in the in the interview when you're when you're getting the picture clicked or when you're in the, in the interview you have to look fresh. Uh, this is something that I've learned from Nasiruddin Shah. Sahib. Nasir, Nasir Shah said that uh, ten years down the line you cannot tell people that us vakat mere peech mein dard tha, so just mere peech mein. Because so one, once it's recorded, it's forever. It will stay on once the internet. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you have to um, just uh, just keep 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 those energies flowing uh, for, for for that particular point of time. Even Jafta Kejan interview that we did at YRF, I think that must have happened on 11.30, 12 in the night. 
that face. But that that's that's the occasion when 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 Shah Rukh Khan is wide awake and he's happiest. So um, we could catch him when he's happiest. And, always, um, always. He he always he always always uh, gives you great content. So. Um, so, so what do you what do you like about Shah Rukh Khan's content? Apart from the fact that he's so witty, what is your best he's experience? See, na, hazir jawab bahut hai. He's he's extremely uh, like uh, like witty as as well as his, his repartee um, is amazing. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, uh, I think there's, there's so many people um, who who would who would uh, do a lot of these courses or. Uh, for communication skills and all sorts of things, just you know, just come up with presentable answers. But he 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 does it like with a like a chutkiyo me apne wo kar sakte. And he always comes up with a with a witty one-liner, and he always wins the conversation. And uh, he's not trying to be um, uh, rude in terms of winning the conversation. He he does it in style. He does it with a and he makes you smile. So he's winning the winning the conversation, but there's a smile on your face. Um, I, I think he he has got a unique gift of the gab, and um, I've told him many times that um, all of us we are waiting for your book. Um, he has been writing a book for a for a very long time, but um, it's not coming out yet. Why is that? Uh, he he's 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 been busy. He's been extremely busy, and uh, maybe I think that is the reason that it is uh, it is still not come out. So over the years that you have interviewed Shahrukh Khan, almost fifteen years that you've been in this business. How has he evolved? आपको आपको difference लगा उनके evolution में around you know as a as a as somebody who profiles people who profiles because your show talking films is extremely popular and you gotten to meet and interview all these you know, stars uh, so many times. So शाहरुख के पूरा you know graph में आपको कोई difference लगा? देखिए As far as this entire professional thing is concerned, I think you know one one will require a lot of time to to just dissect it and discuss and discuss it. But if uh, personal level, if you if you know, you know, one thing that I that is really commendable about him is that he has retained that those middle class values. Um, uh, when you when you meet him, um, he's uh, he's extremely down to earth and he makes you feel very very comfortable, which is I think uh, a unique quality that he has. Um, and um, so he he's an extremely rich person, but um, uh he does not um show off that uh, that wealth or anything of that sort um so for, for zero for example we went to his, i went to his office um uh, it's like mannat mannat uh, it has an office another office um mm-hmm. at, at the back side so the interview happened over there for zero um and so the moment he saw me and he just came up and um, uh, he was Uh, extremely warm so that that warmth is something which uh, he has retained uh, um he can he can uh, just identify you from a crowd uh, and he can talk to you directly uh, which is i think a very very unique quality and that's what i think people feel that they are, he he's talking to everyone directly so um uh, i've seen that happen with a lot of the newer stars as well at least some of them um uh, the fact that wo log apna wo innate innate qualities of being grounded they they ground themselves somehow and social media se kya ho gaya outreach has become very easy it's not like the olden times jab aapko hero heroines se milne ke liye kya kya nahi karna padta tha now you know you can you can actually be in a live chat with your favorite celebrity and you can have a one on one conversation with them too if you want 
So um, yeah. from from that perspective, um, I think I think Shah, Shah Rukh Khan still remains a lot. Um, you know, even if he does his uh, AMA sessions on Twitter, which are so funny, people ask him questions and his his retorts are so funny. You could really write a book about just his funny retorts on Twitter. But um, but he's retained that quality of being warm, even though he he has such a big following. A show he did David Letterman with Netflix. He did a sit-down talk show. And I remember our American reviewers are American. And they came back with the thing. He's so... He's so he's so rude. He's so full of himself, and uh, and we had to really sit them down and explain to them that that's not rude. That's being nice. <laughs> what is rude is when celebrities or people don't come back to you at all. They ignore their the uh, you know sometimes they even ignore journalists. They they think too much of themselves. I mean, I saw some days ago a video of Ranveer Singh, where even a beggar got his hand. Uh, it was so heartwarming to see that he, he, he just treated everybody fans he told his bodyguards on a clip pictures with everybody and then a beggar came with a little, little scrawny kid and he even shook hands with a beggar uh, and I thought that was so no, heartwarming definitely. No, definitely definitely well, thank you so much, Faridun, for taking out time uh, to be with us. I was with Faridun Shariar, who's a content head for one of the leading entertainment portals. And he has interviewed several Bollywood stars and he has stories to tell behind the scenes. And we are talking to him about these stories. Faridun, thank you so much for being with us today. It's my pleasure. It's, 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 it's wonderful talking to you. Thank you very much, Mira. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. I had a lot of fun. This is Scott. This is Durrell. And this is Shreya. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.